G'day community and welcome to the Jock Reynolds Supercoach Podcast. I'm Lek Dog and I'm joined by my beautiful better half, Patch. Lek Dog, you wonderful, wonderful human being. How are you, my good friend? We've got, it's it's a Wednesday, it's a Thursday. I don't know what day it is. It's the middle of the week. We're recording a podcast at lunchtime. The round is starting in a couple of hours with a, a, a Thursday night game. What's happening? What is going on? I don't know, but I'm here with you. That's all that matters. Football is still happening. It's almost a normal round. I mean, it starts on a Thursday and I think it ends on a Monday. But then the round after, I promise, is kind of normal as well. But for super coaches out there, no buys this week. We should probably say shout out to Telebeats for the music. Also, let's shout out Punt Life, who've got a whole new range of Jock Reynolds t-shirts in their store. Puntlife.store. Go there to check it out. If you can't see your team... Send us a message and we'll get your team up there. Um, Shout out to General Tornis, still rocking fourth position as well. Was on the pod a few weeks ago, still in reach, that magical first place. Shout out to Are You OK Day, which it is on day of recording. If you're listening to this on Thursday, it's Are You OK Day. Um, I mean, we're big on mental health here at the pod and looking after yourself. And if you need to talk or you want or you're worried about someone just check in with them today's a good day to do it but mental health's important every day uh lifeline 13 11 14 if you need to talk to someone but great initiative great cause and one we're very supportive supportive of patch if, if absolutely and if you're listening to this on friday or any other day make that your are okay are you okay day as well just reach out to someone check in how they're going obviously it's just not been anyone's year this year uh so yeah just be kind and uh and love each other where you can and i just i mean look this is a personal message and this is actually i mean i i didn't know how to buffer this in between it's a sad day for carlton supporters big matthew cruiser one of the all-time favorites over the last couple of decades Fan favourite. I think Carlton supporters all know how important he was and how talented he was. Uh, is retiring and Bryce Gibbs is also hanging up the boots. His final game will be against the Blues this week. So it's about that time of year, Patch, where all our favourite players start to start to hang him up. Yeah, exactly. And they've, they've both been wonderful servants of, of the Carlton club while, while they've been there. Cruiser particularly has been yeah someone we just didn't get the full... You know the full full mileage out of through no fault of his own because he could have been anything uh, he could have and yeah just injury just got the better of him. Connor McKenna also called it a day this week um, heading back to Ireland. No one was really too surprised by that, but my God, has he given us some highlights while he's been here? And I hope he finds as much happiness as he can he can find back over in Ireland and win one of them All Ireland titles. That's what they call them, right? All right. Gaelic. Anyway, let's let's move on. I have, let's move. I honestly don't know, Patch. Uh, is Gaelic hurling? <laughs> or are they, they're hurling. different. I like hurling. I'm team hurling. All right. Well, I guess the first thing we should start off is Patch. It's it's a big week for finals. It's a big week for rank as well. It goes back to full twenty-two. We're in. There's already been plenty of injuries and plenty of players who are 
going to miss this week, it sounds like, uh, from rookies like Irving Mosquito all the way up to question marks over Sam Doherty at the Blues. But let's just go through some play- – well, what's the important thing? The important thing this week is to win your leagues, and you're not going to do that, in my opinion, uh, by trading in players that everybody bloody has. So I'm going to bring some pods to the table, Patch. We should also talk about you. if you're playing for rank – I mean, honest to the table, I'm shocked. Like dog, shocked. <laughs> is uh, is that the same with ranked? I guess if you're pushing for ranked, you're going for pods as well. It's a pod week. It is. It is a pod week. Um, it's the best time of year because you can just go entirely left field and just go bananas. Um, yes, but yes, this is but the yes, time of the year. Yeah. So for leagues, the important thing is that if you bring in a pod, you need to look through the rest of your league who's still in finals and check who's in their teams. If you're looking to bring in a left field pod out of nowhere and suddenly come up against them in the grand final, maybe go for a different pod, maybe bring them in and nullify them. Like just be, it's all very individual at this time of year. You've got to really sort of do your research on your opposition, uh, get some, get some watching in of the other semifinal if you're in there and um, yeah. Yeah, just go for broke if you're in league. Use those trades now. Make sure you get to the grand final because if you're there, your opponent might have 25 players fall over injured or get rested or retire next week. You never know. Yeah, and the hard part is we don't know the teams. We're still going to find out till 24 hours before the game. So it's hard to really project a lot of things. Look, let's start with the easiest box to tick in the whole wide world. It's a guy we talked about on the last couple of pods. It's official. Hamish Brayshaw at 102K is playing for West Coast tonight. So if you need any sort of cash generation at all, this is the man to bring into your team. And, help. you know, it's nice that he's playing as well. So I think anyone who needs any sort of cash, they're looking at a Hamish Brayshaw. Yeah, yeah, just pick anyone who's playing at this stage, just... Anyone doesn't matter. Yeah, Hamish Brayshaw should play the last two rounds. You'd think. Yeah, just, yeah. Just even get, if he doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> warm bodies on field. Do what you can to get them in. So let's hypothesize. 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 We got there. Let's hypothesize that you got some money to spend. Let's take a look at some players who might win you. Your bloody final this week. A player who players who might project you into uh, the top of the rankings. The first one, purely a flex, purely a selfish, selfish ego uh, player. Daniel Rich. Daniel Rich. Give us. I said bring steal. him in last week. I said bring him in last week, and guess what? He scored one hundred and seven. Bring him in. He's 394 grand. Uh, since he's come back from injury, 70, 99, 107. Look, he's old and he kicks a lot and he's playing Sydney and then Carlton. And Carlton are going to kick it directly to him about 100 times. So, And Sydney are going to miss a shitload of goals and he's going to have plenty of opportunities to kick it out. I think he's a great buy-in option in defense and he's 394K, so you can't go wrong. That agreed. He's the perfect pickup in the back line if you've got no cash, like I do. And even if you do have cash and maybe want to spend it elsewhere, if you've got more than one trade left, he's a good option. You can you can swing down to him. Um, there are a few others though that are sort of sort of a bit higher up on the price point that um, might do you very well this week. Like dog, one of those is one of your favourite players. 
Cade Simpson. Sam Walsh. Or are we starting Ooh. the back line? I, don't I know thought we'd doing. started the back line. We can start the back line. <laughs> Never mind. We, we'll get to Sam Walsh. We'll, we'll work you up, buddy you up for it. So you're just you're you're uh, you're getting me frisky, and then you're just leaving me. It's what I do best. What I do best. No, if we're looking at the back line, Adam Chera at four hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars. He's got one hundred twenty-one over the weekend, one hundred twelve in his last couple. Average ninety-one across the year, but he's kind of hitting a bit of a purple patch. If you'll pardon the Fremantle pun, uh, with ninety-seven and. 100, yeah, as I mentioned, the 121 over the weekend and 118 the week before that. I've done that out of order, but you know what I mean. He's scoring good, potentially an option. I'm very confused. Adam Cheris is scoring points. He's, he's, he's doing the good. He's averaging 112 over his last three. I'm also That's important. Confused. That's important. important. Maybe bring him in. He's Another... in 25% of teams. Won't be too many in your leagues with him. If you want a guy who you can pick tonight, Liam Duggan at $462,000. He's gone up over hundred grand this year, went up 34 k this week, but with a score of a 117. But 462, he's got a five-round average of 98, and uh, he's had a 115, a 102, a 51, a 117, a 102, and a 117. Like, he's scoring upper, upper echelon ton, tongues, tons. And, geez, I'm struggling with my words today, Patch. Both of us are. Look, he's a beneficiary of quite a few players being out of that side at the moment, and uh, and he's using the ball pretty well. He's just a nice little option for your last two games. West Coast, uh, they play tonight. That's the most important thing. If you bring him in, you know he's playing. Yeah, exactly. I really like Caleb Daniel about the same price, about 10 or 12K more. Um, if you don't have him, obviously a bit more of a popular selection, but just keeps getting the job done this year in the back line. He's just good at football. Yeah, I texted you. I was tossing up between trading him in and I went Daniel Rich instead. And I, I texted you during that Bulldogs game. I said, oh, have I made the wrong call? But I should never have doubted Daniel Rich. Never have doubted him. Damon Greaves at 123K debuted for Hawthorne on the weekend, scored 97 if he's named again this week, there's no reason you wouldn't trade him in if you need cover, if you need cash, if you need a warm body. Oh, if you need a defensive uh, rookie and you want that extra cover with a warm body, he's someone to look at. My preference is still probably to trade in a one a 100K player, but if you desperately need that that bench coverage, yeah, that 20 grand is well invested. Yeah, and my hey, favourite trade. Jordan Dawson. Yeah, I was about to say Jordan Dawson. Yeah, that's my favourite option for the week. He's just doing good things. 110, 66, 113 in his last three. Hasn't dropped below... Outside that 66 against Melbourne, hasn't dropped below 90 since round nine. Defence forward eligible. You can shove him wherever you want. Good at football. Yeah, he's showing those signs. You know, we had him pegged as a... And a lot of people did as a breakout contender this year. He, he was a little disappointing in, in that respect, particularly in the first half of the year. And I've actually been thinking about this patch this week. A lot of these guys that were touted as as breakout players leading into this season, Dawson's, Cheras, Brayshaw, a lot of these guys, they didn't fire straight away. And they've come into it. So maybe the, the, the ideal thing and moving forward 
and maybe everyone listening to this podcast knows this already and I'm just late to the party, but if you're identifying someone who's a breakout contender, you don't actually need to start them. You, you can afford to buy into them either after their first, second, their second game next year or after they've actually shown that they're stringing some form together. You don't have to buy straight in. You don't have to be the first one to the table with these breakouts. It's nice to be the guy that started Jordan Dawson and he averaged 100 for the year. But a lot of these guys, particularly this year, are just they they kind of found that next level later into the season. So it's it's good to identify them and continue to identify them and uh, use all the tactics we use when we're looking for breakout options. But maybe starting them is just not the answer. Yeah, maybe was, buying into them is is the play. Yeah, Jordan Ridley was the prime example of that this year. I I thought that you know very very few people started him. A lot of people jumped on, and it's certainly something worth discussing during the off-season as well when we start thinking about how we can shove our teams together for next season. But otherwise, I think that, that might be the back line done for the minute. Yeah, I mean, there's other guys. Jack Lukosius had a, had a poor game on the weekend, but so did a lot of Suns players. He's had a very good year for a for a bit of a pod. But yeah, I think we've covered the ones that I think can you could bring in and, and win you a final. Yep, agreed. Shall we go to the midfield now? We've worked you up with, butted you up with Sam Walsh by mentioning his name. Let's actually talk about him. Averaging 135 over his last three games, 125 over his last five, 161 over the weekend in that win over the Swans. I'm just going to let you talk for a few minutes here because I have a feeling you're ready to go. He's uh, he's Carlton's best player at the moment. He's the most talented player at Carlton at the moment and he's proving to become a bit of a match winner and he's a goal-kicking midfielder. He's silky. He's often people have questioned his disposal efficiency, but he's he's the one making the right decisions and he's taking possession of the ball in front of goals and having to bomb it long. And uh, it's just awesome to watch him as a Carlton fan. I didn't pick. I tossed up between him and Stephen Ganigliog a couple of weeks ago. I went Ganigliog because I was worried that my blue shades were on. I clearly made the wrong call. I think he will be a very popular selection starting next year alongside Matthew Rowell in people's midfields and Patch. He's still a really, really solid. He's just playing amazing football. He is, and he's value too from a supercoach perspective. He's $569,000 reduced, so he's not quite that 600k barrier if you're a bit short of cash or you're a bit short of trades and can't quite get up to some of these other bigger um, bigger names. And he's just, you know, 5.1% of teams, he's just good at football. I tossed up between him and Cripps and went the safer option earlier this year. Shouldn't have, should have just backed Sammy Walsh in because, my God, is he good at football. So very good at football. He's, he's damn good. Similar priced player who's not averaging quite as much over the last few, but Taylor Adams comes off the bye this week, averaging 112 for the year. He's in less than 8% of teams. He's that 567K, so similar priced player. Yep, Another one to Travis look at in the midfield. In that same uh, same crew, 5'7", 549 over the weekend, averaging 110 for the year. Um, someone you've got in your team and you advised people to bring in with the Brains Trust article um, just a, a good selection at that price. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a, a solid option. Another guy that I mentioned in that article, I'll, I'll mention it now. We we don't know if he's playing yet, but if you're desperate to win a final, Joel Selwood Ooh. is an interesting one to look at. 
if he's let's assume he's playing this week, but if he's not playing this week, around and you need a round eighteen flyer for your granny, three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Joel Selwood, uh, he's not had a great year when he's been on the park in terms of of his scoring for Supercoach, but he has turned up three times. He's had three, two two other scores above ninety, and uh, he's still shown that ceiling with one five with a one five one and a one four three. Important thing for me. Last two rounds, he plays Richmond and Sydney, averages 107 against Richmond and 105 against Sydney, has turned up in all of his last three games against Richmond and had a 69 against Sydney in round 18 last year. Uh, sorry, not round 18, round 11 last year, but then a 145 and a 122 before that. He's just, to me, one of the best value picks I think you could get, take a flyer at, and it's a sideways trade from from a rookie. Yeah, five hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars is supreme value for Three, Tellwood. Three hundred and seventy-five. Three hundred and seventy-five. They're the same number, just backwards. Basically, yes. threes and fives. It's that's what it is. Yeah, he's incredible value. Good at football. Has been a warrior for a, a long time for us now. And if you didn't get on the JPK bandwagon, maybe you can get on Selwood as a nice cheap option. Um, Potentially, but at the other end of the spectrum, if you've got all the cash in the world to splash, Matt Crouch is in one hell of a vein of form to try and sell himself on the open market or convince the Crows to give him a new contract. God knows what's happening. We won't speculate, but he scored 148 over the weekend, which coincidentally is his average over the last three games, 135 over his last three, $628,000 2.2% of teams, if you've got some cash to splash, I reckon you could do a lot worse than Matt Crouch. And the Crows are up and about. They've got the Blues this week. They've got Richmond in the last round, which obviously a bit scarring for the Crouch brothers. But there's points to be had there. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, he's one of the biggest accumulators of points from the the allocation that Adelaide get. They tend to give a hell of a lot of points away to opposition teams. I think I read something like, 1,800 of the 3,300 total points per game go to the opposition in an Adelaide game. So uh, it's an interesting watch. And his brother at the is is also playing okay. He's playing okay the last couple of games. Had an 85 and a 105 after returning from injury. He's building and he's sub 400K. But you're right, Matt Crouch. Matt Crouch is a bloody gun. Good at football. Good at football. Um, David Mundy. Back in form with a 138 over the weekend. A lot of people are still mentioning that he's he's an option despite only being in 774 teams. Would you be going there with two rounds to go? He doesn't need to have all that much left in the tank despite being a bit older. He is at 531k north and the Bulldogs to come. Thoughts? Look, uh, yeah, I, I love David Mundy. He's the exact sort of player I would normally select at this point of the year, but I'm just looking at a bloke who's two grand cheaper in Tom Rockliffe and I'm and he's oh, he is my preference. Did you not hear General Saunas talking about the curse of Tom Rockliffe? Tom, Tom Rockliffe he's wasted, tunned up in six of his last seven. Tom Rockliffe has wasted more trades than anyone else across Supercoach generally in the last five years. And I know there are only two rounds to go, only needs to stay on the park for two rounds. But oh, we've been burned before, Lake Dog. We have been burned before so very badly. He plays Essendon next week. He's going to have 400 disposals. Well, this weekend, I should say. Oh, we're bad. We're so bad. 
You've now distracted me from thinking about Supercoach because we're just the worst football club to have ever football clubbed. Oh, God. Let's talk talk Rucks. Rucks. Let's talk Rucks because they're all playing this week. They are. Just Sorry, very briefly. Josh Kelly potentially out with concussion still um, is one to keep an eye on. If you've got the spare trade up your sleeve, may as well just fling it and and use it to, to trade out Kelly if he doesn't get up. Um, and if obviously a few others under injury clouds. But sorry, we're going to the rucks now. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on it. Look, obviously everyone's rucks are kind of set and forget, but if you wanted to have a, a YOLO move, you know, now's the point in the season to do it. If you're owning Nick Nat, you're probably still holding him even though he missed last week. But I'm just floating this out there that Riley O'Brien – Averages 110 against Carlton and 181 against Richmond. <laughs> now, those figures are a little skewed because he's only played Richmond once, but he does average 181 against Richmond. The stats do not lie, and yeah, the the Crows have got their tails up and about. 109.3 over his last three would be the best pot option out there if you need a ruck. I don't know why you would, but if you do... Sure, Sam Jacobs, 127 against his old side on the weekend too, looked up and about for an old fella. But that's about all I'd be looking at in the ruck if you're desperate, unless maybe Tim yeah. English, you'd see something in there form-wise. But yeah, as you said, rucks are pretty set and forget at this stage. Yeah. Let's move on and let's go to the hellhole that is the Ford line patch. It looks like Jack Martin's going to miss, or he's a test. It looks like Jai Simpkins, still a bit of a test. Is there anyone that interests you in the Ford line as a replacement for these guys? Um, because <laughs> I'll tell you what, they're hurting me. Yeah, it's it's painful. It's not great up forward. It never has been, it never will be, because it just sucks. Obviously, if you've got the cash, go to Tom Hawkins, 173 over the weekend, just incredible at football, Lockie Whitfield, all those big names. You don't need us to tell you who to bring in. If you've got the money, if you don't have the money, the few Smokies floating around that have just been doing very well quietly over the last few weeks. And one of those I've really liked watching is Liam Ryan. Um, <laughs> bit of a bit of an out there pick. Scored 100 on the weekend, 109 against Essendon the week before, 97 against Richmond, 112, two rounds before that against Hawthorne, then 25 against GWS in round 13. So he's a small forward. You know what you get with small forwards, but plays St Kilda in a must-win game and then North Melbourne in what you'd think would be a percentage booster for them. I, I think if ever there's a time to YOLO on a small forward, it's now with Liam Ryan. Under yeah, there was a... a- there was a good article, I think it was from Dan Batten today, apologies if it wasn't you, Dan, uh, on the Herald Sun, and he mentioned he mentioned young Liam Ryan, who's just re-signed for the, for the West Coast Eagles. Another player that he mentioned was Charlie Kerner, who scored 128 on the weekend. He's sub 300K. The YOLO moves, clearly, given uh, the up-and-down form of these guys throughout the year and their position in general, but... Hey, if you think it's going to win you a flag, I'm all for jumping on these guys. Yeah, absolutely. Charlie Dixon in that same boat of just Essendon and Collingwood to come. Just a beast will tear Essendon limb from limb. It could be fun. It could be awful. It could be fun. 
I don't know, but there's an option that, that is there. Like, Dog, have you got anyone up forward you're especially keen on in the uh, in the YOLO category? Yeah, uh, no, I wouldn't say especially keen, but you're not going to like it. Chad Wingard is a beneficiary of late with quite a few players not playing in that Hawthorne side. There's been a slight positional change, and he's pumped out a 94 and a 111. He's 370k. He's in. He is in 10 percent of teams, uh, which is quite high. But I suspect a lot of those 10% of teams won't have made finals because he's been bad for quite a large stretch of the year. Can condone bringing him in. He's he's okay, He's been okay the last few weeks. There's the role for him. He's obviously being thrown into the guts to give him more responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, you could do far worse than Chad Wingard, especially at that price. Excuse me. Sorry, you lagged out a little at the start, and then I I heard you saying, like, oh, yeah, no, it's a good idea, and I thought you'd moved on. Are you suggesting that trading in Chad Wingard is a good idea? I would rather trade in Charlie Dixon or Liam Ryan or Kyle Lankford simply because that's who I am as a person, but I can understand why people would trade in Chad Wingard. It's a reasonably safe selection in terms of he's guaranteed midfield minutes. You know what he's going to deliver. You could do worse. I'm not going to sit there and say that's a bad move. Which is interesting as close stuff. As I can what get a to endorsing Chad Winger. What a development. Connor Rosie, you have been talking about him in the Supercoach chat for a while now. Is time is now the time to jump on? Sure. He's, I mean, Essendon next week for Port, or this week in like three days. I don't know, but Essendon can tear them apart. We don't do well against anyone or any sort of player, but he's the sort of player that could just have 20 touches all at 100% efficiency, kick three goals, and you know take part in 160-point belting in 17-minute quarters. I I mean, his, his price has gone up. It's a tiny bit too much for my liking. Um, but, hey, he's, he's still 319K. He scored 119 over the weekend. 3.6% of teams won't be in too many sides. You'll be facing any finals. And then obviously with Collingwood the week after, still a chance to score points. You could do worse. I, I, like, I like the YOLO factor bringing in Connor Rosie. I like it. Patch, uh, we've covered off on all the lines. Is there anything else you want to throw out there to the community before we wrap things up here? Um, I'd I just look after each other. Um, obviously, so, yeah. No, we're, we're all having fun, all enjoying it with Supercoach, still being constructive. The comments have been wonderful on the old website and on the Twitter sphere and all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, this, the last few weeks, make some of those crazy moves. Um, just throw caution to the wind and just see what, what comes back and hits you in the face and what what flies off into the sunset. I YOLO it, basically. It's the year to do it. YOLO indeed. Once again, community, go to puntlife.store. Check out all the Supercoach, Jock Reynolds Supercoach apparel, T-shirts, long sleeves, jumpers. It's all there. Probably won't need a jumper going into the warm weather, but grab one anyway. And I just want to shout out once again, Trigger Happy from the community. Huge commenter, huge contributor over the years. Him and his band, the ISO Laters, have done another AFL parody called COVID Cash like Monster Mash, and uh, that's available on YouTube. You can check that out, uh, or probably below this podcast. Probably indeed. Um, go well, community. Best of luck in getting to those grand finals. Go Bombers. Oh, we're so bad.
We're so bad. Gamblers!